Kaylee, uh, where does Adam Driver land on your like top 10 hottest actors? Oh, goodness. Well, he's up there with all my favorite men with strong features. You know, like the Yul Brenners and Benedict Cumberbatches of the world. You know, for me, he's angle hot. Like, he's hot to me at certain angles. <laughs> I've heard that before. I totally get it. He's got like very strong defined jawline, a very prominent nose, but like it totally works for me. Like I said, he's got that manly face. And Adam Driver is having a season this fall and we get to enjoy him to the fullest in Marriage Story. She's Tuesday, I'm Kaylee, and this is Whiskey and Popcorn. been the year of Adam Driver. We've got Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, which is currently in post-production, The Dead Don't Die, uh, The Report. And now we have Marriage Story, which we actually saw on the opening night of the Scottsdale International Film Festival, and it will be available on Netflix in the near future, so you don't even have to go to the theater to see this one. Ta-da! And Netflix has been picking up some pretty awesome movies in the last few years. Oh, yeah. I mean, they are killing it. They're gunning for their Oscar. We'll just put it that way. Oh, yes. All right. So, marriage story. We follow a couple on the verge of divorce. Charlie, played by Adam Driver, is a stage director for a small, like, off-Broadway venue. Nicole, played by Scarlett Johansson, is his muse. At the beginning of their relationship, Nicole left some high-end movie opportunities to move to New York, get married, and have a child with Charlie, although she still performs regularly at Charlie's venue. Yeah, and as Tuesday said, we meet them at the end of their relationship. They've tried therapy, they've tried to work it out themselves, but it just isn't working, and ultimately, they decide to have a respectful and simple severing of their marriages. No lawyers, no fighting, uh, very cordial, and always keeping their son at the forefront of all their decisions. Or, well, you know, they thought they would, anyways. It all starts when a well-meaning friend convinces Nicole to get a lawyer, and things get dirty and mean and expensive quick. So I'll tell Charlie what's happening, and Cassie, you then hand him the envelope. I just get nervous. Can you unserve? What do you mean, like take it back? Charlie and I are getting a divorce, Mom. You can't be friends with him anymore. Dreamer! Charlie Bird! (laughs) Mom! Mom? Mom! What? You know, most people in my business, you're just transactions to them. I like to think of you as people. Oh, okay, good. You remind me of myself on my second marriage. You know, this is a film that's been getting so much buzz. And as we record this, Rotten Tomatoes has it at 97% fresh. And that's really understandable. Director Noah Baumbach is a very just meticulous filmmaker. And he's been either at the helm or in the writer's room for films like The Life of Aquatic with Steve Rousseau, The Squid and the Whale. And he's done a lot of work with Wes Anderson. We all know how fastidious he is in his filmmaking. And you can see that in Noah's 
films as well. They seem to be on the same wavelength, although he is not quite as anal <laughs> as Wes Anderson. But you, there's a very precision in how he does his shots and almost a, a theatrical feel to the film. Well, he's quite making a name for himself. But now, Kaylee, uh, you are a child of divorce. I am not. So I feel like we probably watched this film on different like levels, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, if, if we want to get personal about it, like uh, a divorce like what they're going through, I feel like you guys are losers and you gave up and you didn't really try. Now, granted, I could see how the majority of the blame might be heaped on Charlie, Adam Driver's character, because he is so self-centered and selfish that he does not realize when he's trampling all over Nicole. But we see right off the bat in the therapy settings that she will not engage at all in the therapy settings. So therein some blame lies with her. You know, it, there isn't really any clean hands in this story. You go back between, you know, feeling bad for Nicole, and then you go back to Charlie, but ultimately no hands are clean at the end of this story. No, and it just really gets worse. And it sounds like a terrible premise for a story. Like, who wants to watch a couple go through the worst moment in their life getting a divorce? But I think it's a testament to Noah's filmmaking and his craftsmanship. The scripting was really good. It was really an authentic, individual, genuine experience for each character. So both Driver and Johansson were really able to sink their teeth into their characters. For example, Scarlett Johansson, she, we find out she is very artistic and creative and good at being a mom, being playful with her son, but she's not good about closing the kitchen cabinets and she leaves cups of tea everywhere, which made me laugh because I do that too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then we get to hear all the good points of Adam Driver. So that's an interesting thing. We hear all the good things about, you could see why they fell in love with each other. And then it's a slow reveal throughout the movie about why it no longer works for them. And it starts off pretty 50 at first, and it shifts mostly to Charlie and his perspective and how he feels attacked. But also, you know, coming to the final conclusion, like, he's not going to be married anymore. Although I don't know if he ever, his character ever truly grasps how he's hurt Nicole. No, and, and it's so interesting because there's so much push from Nicole and so much, you know, why me, why me from Charlie, but really it's almost like she built up everything, all the animosity from her marriage and was taking it out on the divorce. Yeah, yeah. But it, 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 it's an interesting look at Psyche where people who were so much in love could come down to fighting over a couch. And it's just, it's so interesting you know, to watch that story dwindle. Well, I think, you know, what really struck me about this is that just because you're so in love, if you don't have open lines of communication and you're not receptive, it's going to, any relationship will break down, you know? And are you going to be the type of person to just kind of sit there and take it? Or are you going to be like, I feel like you could say most Americans who, you know, will bristle at being told what to do, like... We're such an individualistic society. We don't always know how to be a couple or a group or, hell, and even a society. We all want to pull in different directions. So 
you know, it, I feel like this film really picked up on these themes of what it means to be married and what it means when you don't listen to each other. And this whole story is about listening to each other. So Nicole and her lawyer, you know, going after Adam Driver. And, you know, they want to be a lot more aggressive than she does. And so she gets kind of pushed into a corner. She finally asserts herself and says, no, this is what I want. You don't need to bleed him dry. Um, but it was very beautifully shot and staged. Uh, again, Charlie is a theater director, theater owner. He's also a script writer, playwright, and Nicole acts in all his plays. So he's got these, he's a creative genius. So and those people tend to be self-centered. But I noticed that when you watch the shots in the film, like it almost has that, like we're watching a play aspect to it, mm -hmm. which I thought was really interesting. Well, and I'm not going to say it's an easy watch by any means, because we really are seeing two people at their worst. But, you know, it's, it's real life. People get divorced every day. It's not a new story. But in this situation, I almost felt like a fly on the wall the mm. whole time I was watching. Like, I shouldn't be in this room, but I am, like, watching them fight. Yeah. Well, the, to add to that, like, there were parts of this film that were really funny. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, how did you feel that the comedy played off with the movie like for example Laura Dern is Nicole's attorney and is absolutely hilarious <laughs> yeah it's almost like he, she feels a little bit inappropriate because it's like I hear you darling I hear you no you really don't hear her at all no or um, I love the whole scene where the social worker comes in to observe Charlie and his son at dinner <laughs> and he has this knife trick that he does where he pretends to stab himself but he retracts the blade he doesn't retract the blade and he actually slices his arm open and the social worker has a constant look of surprise on her face and it's just like more solidified she's like you okay he's like totally fine i feel like this film really needed it otherwise yeah. it would have been way too heavy and i don't think it would have had the charm that it does completely which is a weird thing to say about a film about divorce but there is some charm there was some beauty in the way the story was told even if i think it's a terrible event i'm i'm you know with seeing what's come out so far this year this might be one of the best films to get picked up by a streaming service to date so it, it's absolutely worth the watch, even though it can be really difficult at times. Yeah, I would say that if you're going through any sort of rocky relationship uh, experiences, you might want to avoid this film because it might hit a little close to home. But uh, I do think it's just a very well done story. And truly, Adam Driver and Scott Johansson just shine in this film and I know uh, us ladies we really focused on Adam Driver but I really think Scott Johansson was excellent in this movie and oh, uh, she I, doesn't get enough credit as an actress as it is oh I mean they might as well have not been fighting at each other but fighting each other for an Oscar because <laughs> I mean they both were just so brilliant together and I just I love their performance so uh, this is definitely a recommendation for me to catch it either in the theaters if it's in a theater near you or wait for it to come out on Netflix. Yep, all you're going to have to do is turn on, turn on that Netflix and 
yell at your roommate to be quiet, and you've got <laughs> you've got a good movie for the night. It sounds like your house. Uh, that might be talking about my house. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, I think it's time to pour one out. Finally, uh, this is a really sad story. So I feel like the binge drinking could happen. So um, I think I might just cut to the chase and do like a big giant hurricane. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> just like drink my sorrows. But, you know, it's also a fun drink, so it matches the comedy. And I want it to be blue, bright blue. You and your blue curacao, I swear. <laughs> I don't know. I guess there isn't a divorce drink, is there? I did not Google that, and I'm afraid to. <laughs> Good, but it could be dangerous. Well, uh, there is a point where Charlie's lawyers uh, say that Nicole is drunk all the time on wine. So I think I'm going to have a nice Merlot. <laughs> Not too shabby. I mean, the bottle, but. <laughs> <laughs> Just for you, the whole bottle. <laughs> All right, I see how that is. Well, don't divorce us. Make sure you subscribe. We are on all major podcasting platforms, including now Google Play. Woohoo! And unlike a divorce, all of our social media is free. So follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And of course, don't forget the org in whiskeyandpopcorn.org. Bookmark it. And until next time, when we'll see you at the movies. Mm-hmm.